This is a Podfire production. This podcast may include explicit themes or swearing and may not be suitable for children. Welcome to the Gold Coast Small Business Podcast, where you get the opportunity to talk about your business. It's all about the Gold Coast. It's all about you. Welcome to the Gold Coast Small Business Podcast. My name is Brett McCallum and I'm your host today. Today, I've got Jim Wilson from Wilson Haynes Solicitors and Business Advisors from Queensland and New South Wales. Jim's from down on the Tweed and he's allowed back in the state now, so we're pretty happy about that. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm very well, thanks. I'm also from, I also live at Talabajar. I've got oh, an so office you're a there. Queens. Are you a Queenslander or a New South Welshman then? I'm a Queenslander with an investment in New South Wales. Oh, see, I'm a blue with an investment <laughs> in Queensland, so it's the opposite, but that's all good. Mate, what do you, uh, what do, you do? I'm a solicitor and a business advisor. I've been doing it for many, many years. Um, I uh, was previously uh, a CEO and uh, general manager of various industrial companies where I was responsible for, for legal matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a number of years ago, I decided that I wanted to get back into law practice per se. I was previously a partner in a CBD law firm in Brisbane. And because my wife and her family are from down here at Coolangatta, uh, we decided to move to Talabudger and I uh, started my own law firm and then I subsequently purchased the current firm from the uh, founder who established it in 1983 and unfortunately passed away uh, nearly eight years ago now. Oh, sorry to hear about that. Yeah. Um, so you've gone from being a big wig in the city to um, opening your own firm on the coast. That's a big jump. Oh, well, uh, you know, uh, big wig in the city. Brisbane's a very big place and, <laughs> yeah. and there are plenty of lawyers around there uh, in that in that space, both in the suburbs. But uh, I wanted to get into an environment where lifestyle was first, obviously work hard and service your clients properly, uh, where there's good law and there is some very good uh, legal uh, challenges in all facets of law on the Gold Coast, Southern Gold Coast Tweed. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it and uh, I think we give a very, very good service. That's excellent. So what university did you go to when you were young? I went to the TCB, TC Byrne Law School, University of Queensland. Okay. Uh, I've subsequently done courses at um, New South Wales University and various other, other organisations to sort of keep my skills up. Uh, I'm a, uh, I've done a Director of Family Business course. Uh, I'm also um, uh, a a certified a chair of advisory boards through the Australian Institute of Advisory Boards and I've done an advanced level executive coaching course. So I think I understand both sides of the table quite well from the point of view of delivering a service and being the recipient of a service. And that, that's excellent. That's customer service is what it's all about no matter what, what industry you're in, isn't it? It's making sure that the uh, the customer feels comfortable that you know what you're talking about. Well, I think that's important, and I don't think our law societies uh, publish that enough uh, and advertise enough what lawyers can do for people and businesses. Uh, The most important thing from a lawyer's perspective is you've got to want to help people. Obviously, you've run a business and you want to make some money, but uh, secondly, you've got to be patient and listen and explain uh, what it is that you can do, how you're going to price it, and then most important of all, follow up on that and keep the client informed. So why do you love what you do? I'm in the issues business. I like issues. <laughs> Solving them, creating them? <laughs> oh, well, ask my wife. She'll tell you I've created a few. <laughs> so my kids. But uh, no, I, I just like solving problems and like making certain that people are, are making the right decisions about their future, their wealth creation, preservation and, uh, and distribution when they pass on. 
um, you either dig that or you don't. I've always wanted to be a lawyer since I was in grade nine at school. I've subsequently also done a commerce degree and obviously worked in business. But uh, my core interest and my core um, value is around helping people uh, to do the best they can for themselves. And the law offers uh, an amazing opportunity to do that. I mean, I know accountants and people like that can help you save tax and all they that sort of stuff. They don't have personalities, though, mate. They, so well, I better be careful what I say because <laughs> I rely on a lot of them for referrals. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> but um, no, they're good guys. But uh, that's why I do what I do and why I want to continue to do what I do. So my daughter's in year 11 and she wants to be a lawyer. Would you recommend it? Well, it depends. Uh, I think you should. You need to do a personality test profile first to see whether you're a service-oriented person. I don't mean that facetiously. No, no, of course. Um, uh, all of my children uh, who are now in their 30s uh, work in the service industry. One's a financial planner. One's in sales. Uh, another one works uh, in uh, HR. Uh, and, you know, it's really important to um, look at what you want to do and why you want to do it. Because if you're not happy in what you're doing, uh, then you're going to come a cropper. So if your daughter um, wants to do law because she's researched it and she's got a lot of options in terms of what what area of law she wants to practice, but she thinks she's going to be happy doing that, then if she's happy doing that, she's going to make her customers and her clients happy. Which is what it's all about, no matter what business you're in, really, isn't it? Well, if it's not fun, don't do it, basically. A hundred percent. Yeah, she's a problem solver. So I think it's, uh, it's one of those things. I've never heard of a... a a lawyer say that they're in the issues business. I love that. That's really, it, it hits the nail on the head, doesn't it? Well, I think so. I think everybody that walks in the door or everybody that you speak to has has got what they perceive to be an issue and they want that issue addressed and they need to have clarity of mind and, and, and clarity of emotion around having had that addressed in a proper professional way, whether it's a once-only discussion or whether it's part of a longer-term engagement. And, and follow up and sometimes to solve issues if they become litigious takes quite a while but that's where the ongoing service component of being a solicitor is extremely important and I might add I don't think the law societies and the um, the uh, legal training courses uh, emphasize that anywhere near enough from my perspective because I think our profession um, is called into question a lot for the um, the quality of the service we deliver and uh, I know that when I started my articles of clerkship which it was in those days back in the 70s, um, my uh, my master, as I had then, came in and plonked a whole heap of files on my desk in various areas of the law and said, read those, take notes and come back and tell me how you would have handled them differently with the client. And uh, that was a real eye-opener for me and it's something that's always stuck with me. Throwing something in the deep end of the pool and saying swim. Well, the first thing you've got to do if you're a lawyer is learn how to read and interpret things. Fair call. Take notes and listen uh, and then be able to express yourself at uh, in a uh, articulate yourself both verbally and in writing uh, for your client because you've got to have a sympathy for the common person. I mean, not everyone can understand all the terms and all the jargon. So if they can't understand it, they won't value it. So our job is part, part of our job is, you know, clearly and in simple English explaining what it is we're going to do, what we think should be done, what it is we're going to do, what it's going to cost, what the consequences will be and how we're going to follow that up for the client. They're like a translator as well, a translator of legal jargon into common English as well. Well, exactly. I mean, I think that's a very good way of describing what we do and what we should try to do every day better and better and better for clients because um, at the end of the day, we're dealing with people's emotions fundamentally, whether you're a business person or whether you're a, a retiree, a pre-retiree, uh, whether you're a wealth accumulator in your 30s and 40s who 
is looking to build wealth, but whether it's as an employee or you've got a business or, or whatever, or you want to start a business, um, it's all very much aspirational and aspiration has a lot of emotion in it. And I think our responsibility as lawyers is, you know, I have a saying, the first casualty emotion is common sense. And what we have to do as lawyers is hear that emotion, but then dig through that and say, look, here's the plan. Here's our advice. This is what we think you should do and why. And bring some calming effect to the uh, to people's lives. And I I consider that to be a privilege. I mean, we're officers of the Supreme Court. A lot of people don't realise that solicitors are officers of the Supreme Court. So we've, we've got a very, very high duty to uphold. And I think it needs to be explained more that our duty is about service as much as about technically appreciating the law and getting people to abide by it and to use it you know, uh, judiciously around how they advance their lives. So... So you cover off business law, deceased estates, family law, wills and power of attorney, property, leasing, litigation. So that's a big, long list, isn't it? Well, it's a big, long list because the law, uh, because people have a lot of issues. Uh, the only w- the only area in which I've chosen not to have our practice uh, offer a service is in personal injury where we outsource it, uh, in, uh, in conveyancing where we outsource that because that's a transactional-based thing. It's not really advice-based as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I consider that lawyers need to focus more about being advice houses rather than transaction creators and completers. Yeah, 100%. Um, and um, we don't do crime either. We refer that out as well. And our clients don't mind that. They know that they're going to specialty areas there and um, we get good feedback from the people that we give them a few names that they can go and see and we follow up and make sure that those people are offering a good service and are are still, uh, how shall I say, keen to service the clients <laughs> that we refer because fundamentally they're our client at the end of the day. Yeah, of we're, in a, we're an advice house and we want to, whether we're giving advice ourselves or whether we are advising people to see others, we, we want to make certain that our clients are well looked after. And you must see uh, customers, clients at their highest and at their lowest and um, so you're like a bit of a counsellor in the middle there as well. You must, you must see some... Uh, some different things every single day of your life. Oh, and that's why I personally enjoy being a lawyer. I see all sorts of different issues and people in different states, uh, states of emotion, I mean. Yeah. Um, well, we see them in Queensland and New South Wales, two states. <laughs> two states. But, um, yeah, there's the old saying Stephen Covey said, seek first to understand, then be understood. If everyone, if anyone has never read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, they should by Stephen Covey. One of his key tenets of human existence is, and it's immutable, he believes, and that is... You know, to be effective, you have to seek first to understand, then be understood. So firstly, we have to listen as lawyers and let people get it all out. And then we have to, um, I suppose, exercise some behavioural psychology in terms of getting people to understand that um, that emotion has to be moved away by us. Uh, and we have to try and help, help them apply some common sense with our advice. And that therein lies, I think, the majesty of what we do as lawyers. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a great privilege to get a client to that position. Well, mate, I feel I'm a pretty well-educated bloke, but I've learned a lot about solicitors today, and I'm really happy about that. So oh, I do appreciate for, uh, for passing that on to me. How do people get in touch with Wilson Haynes? What's the best way to get you? Well, we are on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, our phone number is 7 uh, and our email is admin at wilsonhaineslaw.com.au. And as I said, uh, we willingly service and will travel to service. Um, our main drawery area is probably from Narang, Rabina, uh, down to Pottsville in the Tweed. So that's 250,000-odd people. Um, that's a big enough 
uh, big enough pond for there to be a lot of issues for people. Uh, we have clients in Sydney and, and all over the place, up in Brisbane and all of that. But if you're asking me where our main draw area is, it's that, that particular region. Um, but we're, as I say, uh, with the COVID as well, um, people have been disinclined to sort of uh, come to offices. So we're offering the service of where I, as the principal, will go after a telephone call or a or a FaceTime call or whatever might be the case. If necessary, I'll go to see them at their at their place of business or their home. Um, and that's been much appreciated and I will continue to do that for as long as that's re- as is required. I think it's the new normal, mate. I think we're going to be changing the way we all do business. Uh, that's right. So uh, instead of doing 25,000 kilometres a year and <laughs> in your vehicle as a principal <laughs> of a firm, you, you're probably going to be doing more like 50,000. But um, And that's fine. I mean, if it gets people there and gets their wills done and gets their their shareholders agreements and their partnership agreements done so that they can get on with a clear mind, then, well, that's what we exist for and I'm sure people will appreciate us continuing to do that. That's sensational. Jim, thanks so much for joining me today on the Gold Coast Small Business Podcast. Go to wilsonhaineslaw.com.au for more details and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Jim. Thanks very much for having me. All good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Gold Coast Small Business Podcast. If you're interested in getting your business on this podcast, please contact us at HQGC or Podfire.